Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Noise. Another episode of Beyond the Noise. We're super excited to be here again. I don't have my man Rudy today, so I will be rocking this one out solo. But with that, I got my man, Mr. LaTerrence Dunbar Bay, back in the house. Uh, it's so nice to have him the first time. Today, uh, we're going to talk about the opportunities that we have right now. We're going to get into the things that he has done. Dunbar uh, played football at TCU with me back about, I don't know, 145 years ago, where we did a little bit of winning. We had the opportunity to play together. It was fantastic. Then he moved on and got drafted by the Atlanta Falcons, uh, played there. And after his NFL career, he created a career in philanthropy and now is teaching young people in our communities how to grow, build, and sustain a positive name, likeness, and image and get paid for it. And I think it's very important that we pay attention today. And today we're talking about the opportunities you have to change your life and give yourself the chance to live the life that you're asking for. Mr. Dunbar Bay, how are you today, my man? Hey, I'm excited to be on the second part of the show. I think this will be uh, the one they was waiting on. So I'm excited yes, about being back and having the opportunity to talk about the next step because the last show, we, we touched on a lot of resources and the things that were available, but we never gave people a direction. So I think it's, uh, I thank for an opportunity to come back and just talk about the 16 things you should be doing uh, to go to the next step of getting your life in order. So if we got 16 of them, we're going to get right to it. So I want you to understand the partnership. Uh, right. We live in the uh, athletic and educational realm. He lives in the workforce development and philanthropy realm. Right. We tie those together and we have the whole person within our community to build the community using the people in it. So right now we're going to talk about how we do that, what things we have available, what uh, opportunities are there monetarily as well as voluntarily, and we're going to get right into it. Mr. Dunbar Bay, let's talk about the opportunities that we have with you and what you do right now. So how does this work in the steps of building your own person within the community and building a business with your name, likeness, and image? Well, first of all, let's talk about uh, the 16 steps I created. This was uh, something that I uh, that I just come up with so I can know that you guys have the right resources and the right uh, sense of direction. So the first thing I want everybody to know is that we do have funding. All right, we do have funding from WIOA, Workforce Investment Act, that's been around since about 1994. So we do have funding. That funding goes directly to you hmm. uh, as a small business owner or as a nonprofit. And so uh, as of October the 15th, they have released those fundings to individual small businesses. Uh, and so I think it's very important that you all know exactly where these funding comes from. All right, um, it's 119 acts. Uh, and so I think uh, even in, you know, in the Bible, they have the acts. So I'm going to teach you how to act. So the first thing we have to do is start researching acts. So the first act that we know about is the course, of course, the CARES Act. All right. We know about the Community Reinvestment Act, but now it's important that you guys understand about the Workforce Investment Opportunity Act. All right. Then I want you guys to start researching acts like Act 60, uh, which took over Act 20 and 21. That's a line for you to go uh, to Puerto Rico. Uh, invest your business over there and partner with uh, your, you know, your, your, your brown brothers from Puerto Rico yeah. and get the same type of money you'll get if you go international. So it's huge yeah. uh, that we start attending meetings like this and listening to podcasts and sharing this information because uh, it's time for us to know how to act. Right. So let, let's talk about the Workforce Development Opportunity Act because okay. that's the space you live in. And then it also goes into the uh, opportunity that it gives for the young people within the community. So with and, and your first act or the first thing to do, the Workforce Development Opportunity Act, what is that? 
Well, first, Workforce Investment Opportunity Act. Well, they might have changed it. Uh, they might have changed it up, but uh, Riola, that's always been around for us to train uh, young people that are not going to go to college. Okay. Uh, that gives you funding uh, for a group of people that are in a low income area. Okay. Those who need a certification uh, to uh, to uh, a certification or a degree so they can uh, get more work. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, get higher wages. Uh, as well as they have subsidized funding for those that are receiving TANF food stamps if you've been in jail or if you're in a situation where uh, you need a degree or a GED. Uh, so that's one source of funding. Uh, but when, when unemployment hit, everybody qualified uh, uh, for this, this funding. So it was the first time in history hmm. that we was on a, 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 a level a playing field. So uh, with these acts, the first thing you have to do, you guys, is you have to start a business. Number two is you have to hire your household employees. Mm-hmm. Number three is you got to find you some mentors that will joint venture with you mm-hmm. so that you can now be able to train your kids something you do not know. All right. If you have a joint venture and you can partner with a for-profit and a non-profit and you guys understand how to work the acts together and how to act right together, now you guys can literally put each other to work. So let's let's make sure they understand that you ain't just talking, no. you walk it like you're talking. Because right. right now, right. with your opportunities and our for-profit, we have a joint venture opportunity. Correct. And we're trying to find a way, no, we have found a way Correct. to act right together. Correct. And we can provide through some of this funding that is there to, uh, to help underserved, underprivileged communities to work together and build our community. So right now we're doing the things that he's talking about. Right. So on a, on a major scale, I've been using this program and when I mastered it, I am the only uh, nonprofit that won the contract to do retail uh, and hospitality inside of the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl, uh, uh, the All-Star Games, as well as any major stadium or arena across America. That's fantastic. And so uh, now that I understand how to win contracts, now it's uh, for me to come back into these same communities and give out trades for those who are interested in security management, hospitality management, construction management, retail management, transportation management. I'm using venues like that to give you the type of certification and on-the-job training hours you need. All right. This funding goes directly to you for you to start your nonprofit and learn how to hire your mentors but if you use my simple program, you should be able to now uh, literally make $100,000 uh, in a year for your foundation or for your business and give, give more certifications out to anybody uh, that you're interested in partnering with. Uh, my program, I don't store a drop at $12 an hour. That's hmm. beneath us. Hmm. All right, as a student, and, and, I, and I select you, the minimum wage at no experience is $25 an hour. And to piggyback off of that, that performance experience, right. just like you discussed, we pay for a session of instruction or coaching or refereeing $25 Correct. an hour. $25 an hour. <laughs> right, that's the <laughs> so only way we're going to get start. you out of financial debt. Right? Exactly. Uh, when you get that money, it's not for you to go blow it and buy, uh, buy the freshest thing that's not your name brand. Uh, put that money right into your brand. All right. And they say, <laughs> you know, work on your Dun and Bradstreet, reinvest into you. Uh, and, and what we have to do, Greg, out of everything we talked about in the last two episodes is we have to get our young people passports. If we get a young person a passport, that's going to force the parent to get a passport. We can't talk about financial wealth and traveling if you don't have a passport. And you have a passport. Yes, I do. I have a passport. We Let's spend one minute 
if you don't mind, just talk people through the process of getting a passport. Simple. You find your local post office or a place Kinko's. Kinko's where you can get a picture. That'll be number one. Get a headshot. All right. You take that headshot and you take it down with, with your paperwork that you can find online for free mm-hmm. on how to register. Uh, and you go there with your money order and you send it in, you get a passport. You know, once you start getting, once you get an apply for a passport, then you find the seven continents. You find 15 places that you like that's going to give you the maximum return on your dollar. So let me tell you this. It's not hard. Like you find 15 places across the world that you want to go to Mm -hmm. that if you take a dollar there, what is the currency exchange? We'll get into that. But when he says headshot, he ain't talking about glamour shot. He ain't talking about football headshot. You go into the place and ask for a passport Headshot. Passport headshot. You got to ask for a passport headshot. How much does it cost to get a passport? $110. $110 investment can change your life. As we said earlier, there is funding, there are opportunities. These are the steps or these are the acts that you follow. And if you volunteer at one of my events, one time a year, you will have enough funding to get a passport. So, so there's no more excuses. So volunteering at your events gets people paid. One time. What events do you do? I do Cowboys. I mean, I do football, hockey, soccer, concerts, plays, festivals. But, but that's <laughs> anything. because you're certified in that, correct? Oh, yes, And sir. you want a contract. Yes, yes. Because sir. you understand how these grants and how these opportunities and how these businesses work. I know how to act. You know how to act. You're acting right. <laughs> so, so in these acts, we provide the service for the sports and we provide the service for the education and we coach up the coaches. Why does that make sense? for the philanthropy and the workforce piece because we're trying to develop the entire person. And these grant funding comes through athletics in some of these arenas. So right now, there are qualifications that if you apply, look down, look at the link, look at our program, see where we are, see if we can help you in your uh, community. Click there, follow, find the program. You'll see the prices. If you can't, uh, if you have a problem with affordability, apply for the grant. Let's see what happens. And we can take you through a process that allows you to build your community. You just learned you need to get a passport. You right. need to read. What's another step that they can take in order to build a community and start a financial freedom or financial wealth state? Well, now you got to go and save your rescue your workforce. If anybody is 17 to 24 and they're in jail, guess what they qualify for? $25 an hour. You just blew my mind. Anybody that's in jail that looks like you or if you care about your community, that's 17 to 24. That's your workforce. Those are going to be the ones that qualify for every program that you offer. So I would challenge you to call your local police department and say, allow for me now to hire those individuals that are 17 to 24. So until we reach that number and clear our jail systems, I don't think it's, I don't think we're ready to go to the next step. You know, know? that's fantastic (laughs) that you say that. And I want to live here for a second because the think about what people think about when they hear jail and rescue. We kind of forget that we might have had an uncle or a cousin in jail that might have been in jail for some petty or been in jail time after time for things and trying to survive. We kind of forget that we hear criminal when we hear jail. Sometimes it's just misinformation. Sometimes it's injustice. We're talking about right now, if you're 17 or 24, you got a real chance. There are opportunities for you to build, rebuild your name. Because my old man used to tell me all the time, son, a good name. You got to keep a good name. You get a chance to right some wrongs and keep a good name. We ain't talking about terrible human beings because there's a vetting process. 
Correct. There's always an application process. But we're talking about building our community with the people in the community. Right, right. So step number one, again, um, we talked about, you know, exactly what do you need to do. So I was looking through my phone, but I mm-hmm. found it. Number one, we have thing that you have to do as of tomorrow. Locate your local Department of Labor office in your state. That's number one. Why is that important? Because federal Department of Labor allows for you to know what federal funds are available in your state. Mm. So to to get the money, you got to know where it comes from. All right. So that's number one. Why is that important? Because we have funding for apprenticeship programs and trade programs that you can start. But you got to find out where that location is in your state. Number two, you locate your local workforce commission and vision center in your one stop in your city. Why is that important? Once you find the money, you know where they trickle the money down to and they send it to the local workforce commission, Mm -hmm. the vision center, one stop in your city. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about you as a business owner. You came in as a business owner, you Mm -hmm. found a department of labor, Mm -hmm. then you found where the workforce commissions are, right? Number three, you pull all of the high demand occupations in your community. Explain what do you mean? Every so right now, every occupation in the community, like all well, what, 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 <laughs> what are what are what are the ones that's going to get you to financial freedom? Yeah, we need yeah. construction managers. We I didn't say plumbers. I'm not saying right. plumber. Say electrician is not important. Mm-hmm. I'm saying find out how to put the brown hat on. Mm-hmm. Find out how to be the superintendent or the investor. Mm-hmm. So if your mom does real estate, why is she not the construction manager? Stop yeah. chasing the six percent when you could be giving away eighty-five percent. Mm. You get me? So that's the difference between financial freedom and working for someone. So once you understand where the money is located at, that's the Department of Labor. Mm. That's federal. Mm-hmm. Now you got state. Mm. Each state has a workforce or you know somewhere where they trickle the money at. Mm. Those individual places are called workforce commissions, envision centers, or one stops. Got it. All right. Once you find those two locations, now you got to find what areas or what programs in your community are high demand. Mm-hmm. Is it construction? Is it transportation? I can tell you the number one high demand uh, thing you should focus on that you already saw. But it's called entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's number one. All right. Uh, after you do that first three steps, you do number four. Now you understand where the labor comes from, how to find the money and where that synonym. You now pull all of your nonprofit organizations in your community. That's important. So that means you grip, you grab the people grab who the people. are designed to donate money and to receive donations or operate differently than a for-profit business, and then you get together. Well, we're gonna we're gonna stop asking, Greg. We're gonna take it another step. If you are a donor, mm-hmm. I don't want your money. I'm not a church. I want, your time. I want an investment. Mm-hmm. So it's called a hybrid mm-hmm. L3C, meaning that I can make a donation to you. Mm-hmm. An investment, and I can get a return on my investment, even though it's small. Mm-hmm. As our culture, we're no longer begging for money. We're saying, give us the, give us a, a, a starting point. Mm-hmm. Give us the money, and we're going to give it right back. Give it back. Because we don't need the money no more. We already found the money at the Department of Labor. Mm-hmm. We know where our workforce is. Now we got to fix our Dunn and Bradstreet and have that seed money to get started. So we got to get started. Yeah, so what we, we, don't, we don't want any more daycare money. Mm-hmm. We don't want any more food stamps. We want to borrow the money. And give us an opportunity to return it back to you. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's why you got to find the high demands in the nonprofits. And that's how we use these grants and these grant opportunities. Right. So you can take a youth program, it be federally funded or granted or privately granted or funded, 
and then invest it into the student athletes student that athlete. are your next entrepreneurs. And then you build your program from that. Program. And you partner them with a nonprofit or a for-profit. Or a for-profit. Mm -hmm. And we don't need any more, we don't need any more food stamps. We don't need for you to give us something and don't think we're gonna give it back. So we invest in that. We invest into it. And so instead of us going back and trying to re-up or trying to get advantages from these, because this is what we're gonna do. We're right. gonna use these opportunities and take advantage of them, but we don't want to just keep getting taking advantage of the system. We want the system to help us get out of it. Is that right. what you're telling me? That's what I'm saying, because okay. America is already in $19 trillion in debt. How can we save them? Hmm. How can the Negro, Black, Colored, Brown, whatever they want to call us, save America? You let us touch it this time first. Hmm. You invest it to us. All right? So why? Because we can now pull out the nonprofits. After number four, you develop a joint venture, hmm. not a partnership. We're tired of partnering. It's, it's, this is Black Law Dictionary. No more partners. Partners is a marriage. Mm -hmm. If you partner with someone, by, by, by law, you got to give them half. Mm -hmm. But what if we joint venture? Joint ventures mean particular things that we're going to focus on. We're going to do this part together. This part together. That's it. Mm -hmm. If we work right on this part, we might get to We another. might do the next no, part. No, no, no. We stop partnering people. No. All right? Because partnerships don't work if you don't understand 80-20 rule. Mm -hmm. Partnerships don't work if you never ran a business successful. So you joint venture. I'd rather have seven joint ventures and have one partner. Mm. All right, so what does a joint venture mean? You joint venture with EINs. Those are people that you started a business with. Mm -hmm. And ITINs. What is the difference between the two? An EIN is somebody who has a social security number. Mm -hmm. And an ITIN is somebody who cannot get a social security number. And you have a joint venture. All right? What are you teaching us? Whatever you learn from home. Trades. Trades. Opportunity. That's to, trade to currency. Grow. Exactly. Let's trade knowledge. We don't have a nationality. If you can go home and you can now invest that to your, and you have a nationality, why can't I go with you? Mm -hmm. You know, we got to start going on missions. Mm -hmm. All right. They've been coming over here for a while mm -hmm. and, and giving you an opportunity to get invested into it, but we've been putting it in college and we've become financially debt. But what if we now had our own international trade students in your house? For your nonprofit, teaching your kids what they should know while you're traveling and investing. So that's the step. So that's the first couple of steps. I don't want to overwhelm you with steps, but why is that important? Because you do step number six. After you develop joint ventures with EINs, those are business owners, and ITIN, foreign investors, mm -hmm. now you can afford to pay yourself or someone under you $1,500 in wages. That's the step you have to do ASAP. Because once you do that, it'll take you to step number seven. Now you have the opportunity to hire everyone in your house. Don't leave your house. How does that work? You, you start a business, they're going to ask you, are you planning on hiring someone in your house? You yeah. say yes, mm -hmm. and then you put them on payroll. Mm -hmm. Immediately. Because you can now write off the household employees. You can now put them in a better situation because you know what the high demands are. You know where the money's coming from. You already got partnerships and joint ventures. Now you can just let them go and get some mentorship. All right. Once you do number seven, you hit number eight. You apply for subsidized programs. All right. That's the programs that are important that we're losing out on. Subsidized mean if I give you a skill set, they're going to either pay you 100% for the wages or they're going to reimburse me up to 75% of the wages. Let me say it again. When you apply for subsidized and you do the first seven steps, they're going to either subsidize the wages that you're paying out, meaning that everybody that's 17 to 24, they're going to get a check mm. to volunteer for you. 
when you decide to hire them on, if you hire them on immediately from that situation, you're going to get those wages reimbursed up to 75% of what you paid out. And that comes from the workforce. That comes from, no, WIOA. WIOA. Department yeah, of Labor. Department See, of Labor. the workforce is just yeah. a middleman. Okay, that's and what the library. Yeah, yeah, stop going yeah. to the library when yeah. you can look at it on your phone. Yeah. Okay? There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, they've been holding the money for a while, and it's time for them to release this money. And they're trying to. They ain't got no choice. There you go. All right? So once you figure that out, now you've got number nine. Now you have a partnership agreement because now you mm. have kids that are trained by you. Mm. Stop sending these people and these young people to schools and jobs and you won't even, they won't even fire themselves. Mm. I, you know, it's, it's to the point where we got to stop allowing our people outside of our house to raise our kids. Mm. This program says if you have a business, you know the difference between you getting fired and you getting laid off mm -hmm. or you lose a contract. Mm -hmm. See, it's different. Mm -hmm. You can get fired you can claim unemployment. Mm -hmm. You get laid off, you can claim unemployment. But if you lose this contract, guess what that means? You lose. You lost. <laughs> you lose. No, we ain't playing with you anymore. Yeah. See, my program is not here. It's, 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 the, it's a whole nother level. Okay? So once you apply for the subsidized, now you have a real partnership agreement with your local businesses, your community colleges, and mm -hmm. all of your T1 schools. And that allows us to go into underprivileged, underserved neighborhoods and grow those neighborhoods. Most underprivileged, underserved communities are the richest communities exactly. because they have the opportunity have for the maximum opportunity. development. They have old money. They've been they've been they've been audited by slave owners. They've been audited by banks. So they are actually the ones you want to go to first there because those are the ones that have not been taken over yet. Mm -hmm. So if you can go to these same communities that they're scared to go in and you teach the workforce how to be uh, how to how to how to build themselves, those are your meccas. And you use the people in them to grow it and build it. Who knows it better? Who can police that community except for the people that's been in it the whole Plus time? Plus they getting paid. And they getting paid for things they've been volunteering for. So I can use an example. In a joint venture, you can, anybody underserved, underprivileged, you apply for this grant for the athletic program, right? Yeah. You can go up to four sports. You take that grant money, you invest it in the program. Correct. When those kids come into that program, we now have the opportunity to teach the adults that volunteer a trade in yeah. coaching or refereeing. Is that correct? So let's talk about coaching and refereeing, right? Because right? you know we have sports and we have real life. Correct. So in a community, who's your coach? In a community, who's your referee? The, the, the coach are the parents. It's the teachers. The referees should be the law enforcement and the judges and the people who uh, should be impartial to justice in those situations. So what if we told a coach... And what if we taught a coach how to referee and the referee how to be a student athlete and the student athlete how to be a business owner? Then they'll understand the trifecta and they'll understand how to work within the community with each other. And it's very hard to wrongfully referee Correct. the kid that co that you coach on a certain team or in a certain classroom. So I get I get the trifecta. I get the trinity. And if you understand how to do all three, you won't be jumping on coaches or referees and shooting student athletes. Simple as that. That part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I guess I so and so one. Like I said, we are on step number nine. I'm gonna run through the other ones. Number ten, develop programs with the local Crown Watch of America, City Crown Watch. So this is crazy. When 2012, when I had the vision of saying, "Man, why is my yard sign on window stickers not visible?" All right. So when I was teaching direct sales, I used to go door to door, and I used to always get the people saw my day was Crown Watch call the police on me. So what I did was I private label crime watch. So no more 
Can you shoot up our community and call yourself Crime Watch anything? I'm putting a lien on you. That name is named, copyrighted by somebody that looks like me, and you're looking at them. So no more police departments or anybody in the community can call themselves Crime Watch. All right, crime has changed. All mm. right, crime is not crime. It's a crime to be deaf, dumb, blind, stupid, and broke. Mm. Okay, so from this point forward, we will no longer, and I will no longer allow people to use the name City Crime Watch because that's owned. That's a trade name, and I put my stamp on it. But when you develop a program with me, the City Crime Watch is your physical sponsor, my group, we will now be able to offer number 11 discounts and incentives for you and your members. Number 12, we develop a hybrid program. A hybrid is for-profit and non-profit working together. Number 13, this is important. Once you do all 12 steps and you don't build your ladder, now we're going to contact all banks and pull the CRA report. CRA stands for Community Reinvestment Reports in your opportunity zone. If they don't prove to us as we got all 12 steps completed, they will be closed down by law. They were bailed out by Obama and they have to show you that they're putting money back into the community. So let's stop right there for understanding. Correct. Once we follow the blueprint that's been laid out Correct. for our opportunities, we can go into our local or our city banks and say, let me see your report. Let me see your report on what you're giving back to our community. Correct. And if those numbers don't match, you got to go. Then it's a problem. Yeah, because they have a score. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a federal score that they have to maintain. And the reason why we haven't been winning grants and programs and getting funding because you didn't have these 12 steps. We just go in there with a round. So now this is a structure you have. You understand where the money comes from. You understand the high demand, uh, demand occupations. You have your partnerships. You have your joint ventures. You have your community behind you. Now you can literally go there with a project that they can all agree on. This is fantastic. You are here with my man, LaTerrence Dunbar Bay on Beyond the Noise. We are literally talking about how we rebuild or build our communities with the infrastructure within the community, right. with the 12, 16 steps. We're already at uh, step 12, and it involves uh, workforce uh, development. It involves philanthropy. It involves education. It involves sports. It's the new way to look at school, and it has been developed by a bunch of people who were tired and us too, uh, <laughs> who were extremely tired of the excuses of not being able to do things. We, as he said earlier, we have the funding, we have the opportunity, we have the coaches. Now we need you. We yeah. need your kids. We need all of us to pull together and put this together and give ourselves a chance to be successful. So anybody in athletic program, anybody needs athletic information, the links will be on this page. Please pay attention, click there, follow through and apply to right. see if you can, uh, if you are eligible for any of those funds to get started. It's $140 and a little bit of your time to be put in one program up to four athletic programs. All the information is on the link. You are getting more game than you can even afford to spend time understanding, but we're giving it to you now. What step are we on, sir? 13. Step yes. number 13. After you pull all of your CR reports in your community, you got to find your opportunity zone. That is so important. Opportunity zone are the areas that they have to invest in. Example, Dallas, Texas, mm. the city of Dallas, they have an opportunity zone. They've raised $3.5 billion. Guess where the money can only go? To that area. Oh, clear. So this is why we hot, right? So mm -hmm. this is why we hot. And so number 14, you pull your city budget in EB5 visa areas, all right? That's where the money comes from, you guys. A city budget tells you on the federal level where the Department of Labor wants you to spend your money, and the EB5 visa is your foreign investors. 
Okay, you pull the ones in your community. Then you do step number 15. You pull your healthy home repair programs. What is a healthy home repair program? They have money for you to redo your community right now. If the house was built before around, say, 2019, I think 2019, 2014, 2007, every house in your community that you think is the hood or a trap, it probably qualifies to be remodeled by city government funded budget money. All right. And so we're missing out on that. Last but not least, attend your city council meetings about your community, and then you repeat all the 16 steps without a hiccup. And you teach somebody how to do it. And you get paid the entire way. You, you earn while you learn. Earn you while you, you get learn. two things. You get a degree, you get a check, you get an investment, you get and certification. certification. Let's talk about certifications. Again, we own Beyond the Noise. I think this is, here's the thing that I think makes sense, and tell me if I'm right or wrong. <clears throat> the certification is the passport to uh, the financial opportunities. Yeah, so because your first certification is your jobs. passport. There you go. Yeah, so number one will be your passport. Number two is your EIN, which is free. Number three is your Dun & Bradstreet, which is free. All right. Number four is the joint ventures and partnership agreements, which are free. And then once you go into these programs or, or you get those hours by professionals or certified instructors who can calculate and count your hours and pay you for those hours because you have to, or you have to, or the grant has to. Right. And now you earn while you're So typically you're a mobile hybrid college. You're, you're, instead of you spending time in the classroom, this program is now talking about community project development and real life programs that our community needs to know about. And again, no more excuses. No more excuses. No more excuses at all. So, how do they get started with you again? I know with us, as far as what we do together, you got all you got to do, if you're interested in a sport, you're between the ages of 4 to 18, you can take a look at where we are. I know we're in Mississippi. I know we're in Georgia. I know we're throughout the mid-cities in Texas. I know we're continually growing and expanding. We have athletic programs that span from volleyball to baseball to dance. Uh, there are different opportunities that you have. Click the link. Apply if you are feel if you are an underserved, underprivileged community. If you have some kind of government assistance situation going on, follow the information and then see where that's where the journey begins. That's where we can begin to help. Uh, Mr. Dunbar, before we get out of here, what would you like to leave the people with after they have been given more game than you can even imagine? How do we put this into action? What would you like to leave? Well, step number one, go to your website again. Uh, they can find me through you. Uh, follow uh, the, pro the program and go out and find 50,000 people that want to change their lives, all right? We have to have a starting point. And then once we have those individuals, let's get moving and get the program going so we don't have to do a lot of talking because the proof is going to be in the development. 50,000 people. 50,000 people for what? Uh, for, to join our, to get our grants, to get this program. We got 50,000 scholarships, 50,000 grants to give away. We right. have 50,000, and that is not a fake number, at a, right. for four different sports at $104 a pop to give away. And we have the opportunity to be coached by really great coaches and then have an understanding in your sport and grow from there. It, it starts with the sport. It's much bigger than the sport. 50,000. Click and see if you can apply. And if you don't, get in the program anyway. It's $140, $129. Get yourself squared away so you can grow, you can coach, you can mentor, things of that nature. So, 50000 to give away. You know where to get it from. Mr. Dunbar, I bet your time has been uh, tremendous. Um, anything else you got before we disappear? No, let's learn how to love instead of hate. Uh, let's stop making excuses for our community. 
uh, it's 2021 going into 2022. Let's stop complaining and start using these resources for a force of good and, uh, and, and like and share and, and support. Uh, it's, it's no more time to be a crab in a bucket. Let's put let's tip that bucket to the side so we can all get out and we can share some of this hard knowledge that I'm giving you for free. All right, so thank you again for your time, Greg. Thank you for what you guys are doing. I appreciate this opportunity to just give you a little, little bit about my program and services. You are the man. I appreciate Thank you being here. One of the real cats I ever met. Keep doing what you're doing for the greater good. Thank you, brother. This is Beyond the Noise, and we will see you again next week. We appreciate it.